Hey, this is Raquel Boris, and I'm your host of the Three Things Podcast on behalf of the Alliance to Save the American Dream. The Alliance to Save the American Dream is a nonprofit dedicated to the small business community, especially in times of crisis and uncertainty. We like to say that we're all in this together because we are. And the three things we hope to give you on each and every podcast are just three things that you can put in practice today or this week to protect or prosper your business, no matter what you may be facing or whatever may be on the horizon. So we hope you'll be enriched by these resources and perhaps we can play a small part in saving your American dream. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Three Things Podcast. Today, I have a very, very special guest and someone that you might think, why is he even on this show (laughs) if this is for small business owners? But I'll tell you. So he is an entertainer, an entrepreneur, and now a coach and has his own business. His name is Justin Guarini. Yay! You might recognize that name, American Idol, Diet Dr. Pepper, (laughs) Broadway. Hi, Justin. I'm excited to be here um, because... You know, so many people have had to make huge pivots in their life, in their business, and I I was not immune to that because my business, the entertainment business, basically just got shut down last year. And so I had been teaching, I had been mentoring, I had been on this entrepreneurial journey for about three years when everything happened. And, you know, like the silver lining for me was I was forced to double down on some things I was doing on the side in terms of coaching, in terms of of business. And it has opened up huge new possibilities for me and I can't wait to talk about them. Yes, so we'll just kind of start from when the shutdown happened, right? So suddenly everything's like, sorry, because you were, we were scheduled to be on Broadway, right? 100%, yeah, I was, not only was I scheduled to be on Broadway, but there was all kinds of things happening. I was going to go and present as a part of uh, a deal between Dr. Pepper and the Billboard Awards, there was going to be this huge sort of marketing campaign around the character that I play, Lil Sweet, and it was going to be this big sort of like introducing Lil Sweet, this character, to the world. That got nixed. Um, And then, yes, the Broadway show that I was in rehearsals for, that I was about to go uh, start performing in weeks Uh, after just weeks after the shutdown happened that ended up going away so many of the live performances that I'll do you know I'll fly out to different places and sing or host things all of that went away and so I just was stuck and I kind of wallowed around for three weeks just feeling sorry for myself until I hit this point of threshold where I was like okay I've had enough I cannot feel badly for myself anymore there's i'm just i'm a i'm a doer i and i i have to do something about it so what propelled you to essentially start your own business and confidence coaching well i'll tell you this was what propelled me was desperation because i was desperate to be doing something which i think most people on this will relate to that because i I, yeah i had a little bit of desperation myself we all did we all did because the rug not only you know from your business yeah every facet of our lives the rug got pulled out from under us yes some people had amazing years in business this year but no one 
escaped something happening either to their body or their connection to themselves, right? Spirituality, their relationship, something went down this year, uh, this past year in some facet of your life. And, and it created desperation on some level. Mine happened to be in the sense that I just, I, I need an audience. I need to be clapped at. I need to be, yeah, well, <laughs> I need performer. to perform, right? I need to do that. I'm like Tinkerbell. You gotta, you gotta clap for me or else my light goes out. <laughs> and so, um, I really started at home base with my people, with actors, singers, dancers. And I wrote this book called Audition Secrets mm. where I, and I was already doing this and I was already writing this book and I had put it out for live auditions, but then all of a sudden shoo, the shutdown happens and I see, ah, opportunity. We're going to be doing more things online. And so I created the online audition academy and took the principles from the live teaching that I was doing, uh, in-person teaching that I was doing from my book. And I put that into play and I did all the things. And I made plenty of mistakes along the way. And what I recognized was that the audience that I was going after, singers, actors, and dancers, although they were talented, although though they knew show business, they were much more focused on the show and not nearly as focused on the business. And as anybody who's listening will realize that if you want a business that thrives, especially if you want to scale it up, you have to invest in it right? Mm -hmm. Whether that's time or money or energy. And the one thing many people in the entertainment business don't understand, singers, actors, and dancers specifically, is making that investment in themselves, knowing that they need to fork out a little do-re-mi, if you will, in order to level their game up. And it's always these little things that that a lot of us in the entertainment community, well, it's like, oh, $25. And it's like, oh, that hurts. Whereas, you know, and you and I and many of the people listening here have spent thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars making investments with a long-term vision for the business. So I had to learn the hard way to uh, work with people who uh, would pay me what I'm worth. <laughs> and so that was a year-long journey. Yeah, I, I feel you on that one. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So then you decided, all right, then let me go and capture a different audience because now your audience is completely different, right? It's not necessarily in the entertainment industry. Yes. And what really woke me up were two things, two wonderful coaches, which is why I love working with coaches, which is why I love being a coach. Because being a coach and working with coaches, I feel like you should have a coach for anything that you do that's significant in, in business, certainly, right? Because they've been further down the road than you have. They know where all the potholes are. They know where all the S-turns are, where the, where the guardrails aren't, right? And they can take you by the hand and guide you down the path to your destination because they've been there, done that. They have the vision they know, right? Which is why I employ coaches and two coaches of mine one literally uh, uh just just figuratively not literally but like figuratively <laughs> punched me in the face and said why are you working with people who a don't have any money and b don't get what it is that you're trying to deliver and that was a huge uh, a smack in the face that I needed to have in order to shift my perspective. And then, yeah, and then we broke it down and I realized, okay, what is it that I'm really offering these entertainers? What is it that people from not only entertainment, but in the entrepreneurial influence, influencer world, what have they come to me for? They need this sense of certainty, this sense of security. And I said, well, it's confidence. 
And so that opened up a whole new thing. So I was able to take all of the things that I, I quote unquote failed at, right? And say, okay, instead of making them failures, I learned how not to do this. I learned how not to do that. And I extrapolated the wisdom that I got. And I was like, oh, if I take this and instead of trying to make them a mocha frappuccino thousand thing that you get at Starbucks, let's just give them an espresso. Right? And that yeah, was it. I distilled it, it down. Right? Just get a little bit of sugar, a little, a little lemon wedge. Right? And it, here it is. It's confidence. And so that took me on a whole new journey. I'm in the process of writing a book, Unshakable Confidence, right now. Uh, formulated a, a whole core confidence framework. And now I'm beginning to and have been working with people from all walks, but especially coaches and consultants on helping them really to gain the confidence that they need in order to succeed. And I will say this briefly, you know, confidence, one of the biggest challenges that people have with confidence is they think that you're either born with it or you're not born with it. But at the end of the day, just like any other skill, whether it's tying your shoes, riding a bike, walking and chewing gum, it's a skill that you can learn and that you can build upon. And more often than not, some of the greatest facets of confidence come from the greatest failures we have in life. And again, Absolutely. for the people who are listening to this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you have a business that works, that is profitable and successful, it is built on the back, in part, of massive failure. There's no one, there's no one who has anything that's profitable in business anyway, certainly that has not been built in some sort of failure. And so that's why I say failure is my superpower. And I look forward to failing as fast as I possibly can because I know that's going to build confidence within me that I can do it. I love that because I'm kind of in that place too. I mean, I have a lot of people look at me, especially women, younger women thinking, gosh, you are so confident, Raquel. And I have to remind them, I was one of the most insecure, human beings on this planet. Oh my gosh, so insecure. But because of failing, you know, having mistakes, going through experiences, I'm able to now have to have that confidence. So now I'm in a place of hope, hopefully helping young women gain that confidence. So I love that like we're, we're kind of on this really cool um, trajectory of, <laughs> of Yeah, <confidence. laughs> and what's really interesting about when we embrace failure when we really truly embrace failure, how that builds confidence is again, you know, I talk about one of the biggest challenges with confidence being that people think you either have it or you don't. No, it's just a skill. But the other thing is people really mistake, especially when you talk about uh, people who are looking up to you or people who look to up to other people and say, gosh, you must be so confident. We often mistake confidence for cockiness, or if you don't like that word, bravado, right? I think you can think of someone in the media or someone online, you know, some of the bro marketers, if you will, um, who exhibit this like, yeah, like this exude, this thing we think is confident. But the difference between confidence and cockiness is that cockiness is this energy that is repellent that seeks to intimidate or to impress you, right? Which is why we see bro marketers with their cars like, hey, I got this, you don't got this, what's wrong with you? You need my product, right? And you can have yeah. this, blah, right? <laughs> which makes you wanna throw up a little bit yeah. and which makes you wanna scroll, right? It's repellent energy, whereas confidence is so much more quiet. 
instead of trying to intimidate and impress confidence actually is this quiet attractive energy that recognizes your own self-worth recognizes the worth in other people and just is like i am who i am and it's this solid place that is so attractive that makes people want to be around you and want to be with you so when we don't have confidence it just means that we don't trust ourselves and so when we fail we find out how not to do things we gain experience we gain wisdom and we learn that the sky doesn't really fall when things don't go right when you recognize that people see you not through their eyes but through your eyes you'll recognize that when you don't have confidence you are literally telling all the people you come into contact with that they can't trust you so do you see how trust confidence is such a vital skill to build and that totally lends to the three things so you know on this podcast we want our listeners to walk away essentially with three things that they can implement to help their business but i wanted to do something a little different with you because i feel like you just said you talked a lot about learning and teaching i want you to tell us three things that you have learned this past year that maybe can help others out there that are newer to this because i just started my own business last year in january before the pandemic so i've definitely learned a lot right like i i can't sit here and tell you you should do this it's more about like this is what i learned not to do or this is like some of the lessons that i'm taking away from this <laughs> yeah there was this great book that i read a long time ago by wayne dyer and I don't know if this was the title. I think it was the title. It's when I believe it, I will see it, right? Because the old axiom is, oh, seeing is believing, right? Uh, and yet I know that when I truly believe something, that's when I will see it in my life. It's the formula of be, do, have, right? Look it up. You could Google it and you'll see a hundred books written about that. <laughs> but especially in America, many times in business, we have that formula backwards. We think have, do, be. When I have the resources, let's take money, for example, when I have enough money, then I will be happy, I will be wealthy, I will be able to then do what I want to do. See that, have the money, be able to do what I want to do. And it's a very inefficient model right? Because you start to lose from the, because you have to, you, you, you're, you're not actually being someone who can have those things that they want. Whereas if you flip the formula and you think, okay, who do I need to be in order to generate a hundred thousand dollars in my business every single month, that will open up so many different questions, so many different possibilities in your mind. Who do I need to be? Who do I need to be in my relationships? Not just with my significant other, but with my children, with my family, with the people in my life. Who do I need to be in my business? Who do I need to be when it comes to legal? Who do I need to be when it comes to marketing? Who do I need to be when it comes to accounting? Who do I need to be when it comes to the optics, the numbers, the facts in my business, right? When we get all that clarified, whoa, then we begin to see, here's what I need to do in order to make these things happen. Here's who I'm being now. Here's who I want to be in the future. Here's what I need to do in order to build the bridge between today and tomorrow. And then before you know it, you begin to have. So that's the first thing. The second thing is um, I had to learn to think from the marketplace. 
I know what actors need. I know what coaches and consul I know what they need because I've failed so many times. I've messed up here in audition, whatever you want to call it, whether it's confidence. I know they need confidence, right? I know everybody needs that confidence. I know it. But guess what? How many people wake up thinking, oh, I sure wish I had more confidence today. Not very many people. Right? Not many people do that. Yeah, no. So when I say think from the marketplace, what do we wake up thinking about? Oh, I wish I had more money. Oh, I wish I had more time. Oh, I wish I had more. I felt yeah. better. Oh, I w right? So I needed to learn to think from the marketplace. So that's why I went from audition secrets and you can nail the audition. People don't wake up thinking about that in the yeah. acting space. That's why I said, hey, coaches and consultants, I can help you build your online brand to create a flood of coaching clients. Right? Because what do coaching clients need in order to survive? They need more leads. They need yeah. more clients. So I had to start thinking from the marketplace and then marketing from what people want and not what I, upon my mountain of knowledge, <laughs> right, think that they need. Right? right? Okay. So that's the second one. And then um, the third one, which is one of my favorite and most simple lessons that I learned, is there is only one reason why people I, I would argue do anything, but in this specific case, when we talk about business, there's only one reason why people buy. And it's so simple, it'll make your hair curl like mine. They buy because they feel like it. We buy things because we feel like it. Now, where's the wisdom in that? Where, how can, what can we take from that and apply it to business. Well, let's just talk about you, Rachel and I, Raquel rather, we walk into uh, a store and we go and we look at some clothes together. I mean, beautiful suits, beautiful dresses. I was dresses, gonna say, it better be a really nice store. Whatever, like, I mean, just gorgeous. Let's go, Neiman Marcus, come on, sponsor, sponsor the show, Neiman. <laughs> So we're walking in Neiman Marcus. We're looking at the finest of the finery that they have. Mm -hmm. Do we say, oh, as we touch a, a beautiful garment, do we say, oh my goodness, this is so well constructed. Uh, this is certainly going to protect me from the elements. Right, look at that. Ah, uh, this is going to fulfill one of my, you know, food, clothing, shelter, all those need, my, one of my basic human needs. No, we don't think like that. It's true, because we yet... so often tell ourselves, I really don't need this. Yeah. Like how often do right. you say that? When you're buying something, I, I really don't need this, but gosh, yeah. I really would love it. <laughs> you just want it. Yeah. Why? Because it makes you feel a certain way. People buy things because they feel like it. So knowing that now, how do we apply that to our marketing and our copy? We have to think about making people feel something, which is why I love working with coaches, especially uh, coaches who are either performers or entertainers, because like, that's our stock and trade, right? We work yeah. in feelings. That's our thing. And so <laughs> if you can learn, right, if you can learn how to make people feel, desire, want from a very emotional place, your product, you will win every time, maybe not right away, but over a nurture sequence, over, you know, maybe a, a three, four weeks, two, three months, six months, whatever. If you just keep thinking, how can I make them feel like buying? What's the problem? And if you can agitate that pain and make people feel that pain and and really get, get a visual of it, 
and then position yourself as an authority and the solution to that pain, woo! That's it. That's game over. I was going to say mic drop. Like Game over. <laughs> Done. Right? Because you have now taken them yeah. through a journey, a journey and shown them that, hey, you can do it on your own. And you can have all, it's like you can do it the way you've always done it and get the same old results, or you can work with me and I can take care of all of that for you, right? But you can do that with any business. So that is my three things, which felt like 30 things. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm like, where do I sign up? <laughs> like, <laughs> sold. I didn't think I needed a coach until right now. <laughs> Well, if you can't tell, I'm passionate about it, and I, I love. Well, to that's what's that. important is your passion translates, and so that's once again like I feel it. I feel you, Justin. That's it, <laughs> and that's that that's the key. That is the key. Yeah. The oh my gosh. So then, speaking of which, like, how can people connect with you, reach out to you, um, find out more about uh, what you're all about? Sure. Oh my goodness. Well, right now, if you want to find out more about core confidence. Um, which is one of my, my loves, then all you have to do is go to coreconfidencecoaching.com. And I am right now, before I finish the book, I'm in the process of finishing the book, but before I finish it, for those uh, who want to get in early, I'm actually giving away or doing a pre-giveaway of a digital copy of the entire book. I'm gonna go sell it and get it published and do that at a later date, probably uh, depending on when this is <laughs> broadcast <laughs> in the next month or so. Yeah. Um, but before I do that, I want to serve at the highest level and I wanna serve just like the Coast Guard, I wanna serve those people who swim towards me first. Okay. And so I wanna give away a free digital copy of the oh, book, wow. a pre-order for the free digital copy of the book. So all you have to do is go to coreconfidencecoaching.com and give me your name, email, and I will send you the digital copy as soon as it is done for free. Wow. And then obviously you're like all over social media, right? On all the different platforms. Justin Guarini. And if you can't spell that, just Google the guy from American Idol with the hair and I will come up at some point. I, do people, I wonder if people, I was going to say, do have you done that? The guy with the hair on American Idol? But I'm sure it'll come up. The guy with the hair. There's only a couple of us who had sort of, you know, noteworthy hair on that show. And I think I'm, I'm if I haven't SEO'd myself to the top of the list, I'm going to. <laughs> I love it. No, because I was talking to someone today about you. And, um, you know, this is kind of cool, too, for everybody out there as well. Um, you know, you can reinvent yourself, right? Like even with your business, like you don't, your branding can change over time. Like I myself am kind of taking a little bit of a branding shift with what I'm doing and kind of reinventing myself. And so someone like yourself who, you know, my generation recognizes you from American Idol, you know, now you have younger generations recognizing you from Diet Dr. Pepper's little sweet. And then, you know, Broadway, hopefully like, you know, knock on wood soon, you'll get out there, do your thing. And then that can propel you in a different way as well. And so that, I think like that's a testament too about how, you know, like, don't give up, like, just keep moving forward. And if it's a little bit different every time, that's okay. Right. And what's going to happen? You're going to gain confidence over it. It's evolution. <laughs> yeah. It's evolution. Right. I feel like this was a bit of forced evolution <laughs> over the yeah. past year. Right. And we're separating the wheat from the chaff really yeah. at the end of the day. And it's like those people who really truly are passionate about what they do, Somebody told me this a long time ago, 100% of the people who make it in any business 
never give up. Mm -hmm. So evolve, learn, grow. You're going to learn something. You're going to evolve. You're going to grow. And no matter what, if you keep the perspective of, okay, if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, well, I just learned one more way that it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> right? And you just keep going. Eventually, it will work. I love it. This is fantastic. Thank you once again. And for all of you listening, thank you for for listening and taking the time to, uh, you know, out of your day to hear the Three Things podcast. So we'll just uh, sign off. Great. The Three Things podcast is a production of the Alliance to Save the American Dream. You can find us on the web at savetheamericandream.com, as well as on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm your host, Raquel Boris, and until next time, stay healthy, stay safe, and keep the faith.